Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the U.S. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. On today's podcast, we are talking the future. What does 2014 hold for everybody in the online marketing world? Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to www.aybguide.com. Hey everybody, this is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 51. 51 to start off the new year. We are excited to be back again for another year. I think we're kicking into our third year of podcasting this year. And I couldn't do it without the lovely Heather Porter. Hey, H. That would be me. Hello and hello, everybody. Gosh, it's good to have you back with us. We had a, a couple of weeks off there for the holidays, which was much needed for an Andrew and I, because you see, we're very obsessive with learning. <laughs> so <laughs> it allowed us two weeks of learn time. It did. It did. And um, did you get away for the holidays? Oh, look, not too much for me because I, I am in summertime over here in Sydney. I went down to the beaches, had some swim time and took an hour road trip north to the central coast of New South Wales. And there's a beach there called the Copacabana. <laughs> so I went swimming there, which was cool. Nice, nice. What about you? It's funny, you know, um, obviously I'm in the US and it's winter over here. And in fact, it's a very nasty winter for most of the US at yeah. the moment, you know, there was temperatures recently of minus 50 degrees, minus 50 degrees, which is just unreal. 50, minus 50 Celsius, minus 50 Fahrenheit. It's all the same when it gets that cold. Mm. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was reading the paper in Brisbane last week or parts of Queensland, they were getting to almost 50 Celsius positive. You <laughs> know, true. It's, uh, there's some pretty serious weather conditions going on and some, some amazing photos on the internet too of... um lighthouses on lakes in Michigan, I think it was, where they've just iced over. They look like this big snow ghost of this lighthouse. And wow. um, some just crazy photos of uh, what's going on with the temperatures in the US right now being so cold. But wow. I'm in Palm Springs, no snow here, and um, I'm happy about that. In fact, I'm in a, I'm in a coast, well, not a coastal, I'm in a resort town. And this is our busy time of year because all of those people from the snow, from the snow, want to get the heck out of there. So they all come down here to uh, sunny Palm Springs, and uh, it's certainly a much better place than some of those other places up north. But anyway, that's enough about me. <laughs> you know what else is cool? We we were both t doing loads of testing. We were you know looking at Facebook ads and different engagement concepts online, and um, and. I just have to say this because I'm so very proud of it. We've officially launched our VIP lounge, haven't we? Yay! We've got, <laughs> we've got a bunch of people signing up all the time, which is really cool. Um, and it's kept us uh, it kept us pretty busy, you know, because we're delivering three, uh, three uh, videos every week. We're doing a hangout. We're doing a live hangout for people every month so that all of their questions get answered. And we also keep them accountable by giving them a... Um, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Action plan. Thank you. Action plan. <laughs> they get their action plan every week, so um, yeah. it's been good. It's been fun to create that, and um, 
I'm in a bit of a membership hanging uh, membership creation mode right now. Yeah, I am too. So it's been fun. And if you guys are even interested and want to know more, you can pop on over to AYBLounge.com and you can find out more. But we've been having a good deal of fun creating those videos and getting that getting that going because we're actually giving structure to the lessons. Um, rather, I mean, we love doing these podcasts and our other videos and things that we do, but this is our structured plan, which is pretty cool. So you know what, Andrew? I have a question for you. Um, let me guess. What did you learn in the last well, week or so? You know, I've, done, I've actually done a bunch of learning because, as you said at the start, we've yeah. been, able, been able to stick my head in books and video courses and that sort of stuff. Um, you know, we are very big on uh, watching other people's information because it's changing all the time. In fact, I think we'll get into this in a minute, but um, just looking back on a year ago, what we were offering to people um, and was working well back then is not even working close, not even re remotely working right now. And it's just so fascinating to see how much the internet has changed in just 12 months. And, uh, it's, yeah. it's a, it's a busy task keeping up with it, I tell you, but that's yeah. what we're here for to help you get through that. So what I learned was that Google have a new site out. Um, and it's, well, it's not really a, well, it's a new site. It's just a new, um, a new part of their site. Um, and it's called Google Tips. Have you ever heard of Google Tips? Not until you brought it up to me very, very recently. I had not heard about it. So what's it all about? So Google Tips is a, uh, it's a, it's a site you can find it. We'll put in the resources. It's, uh, we can do a Google search for it. Um, it's a, basically a website that tells you how, or some great tips, but how to use all of the different Google products that are out there. You know, so a lot of people just think that, um, you know, Google has Google, the main search engine, they might have Gmail, they might have YouTube and that sort of stuff. But, you know, they've got things like Android, Chrome, they've got Google Plus, they've got their calendars, they've got Drive and Google Docs and Maps and News and uh, what else they got? Search, obviously, and YouTube. So they've got a whole mm. range of different tools that they thought, well, why don't we create a really easy and fun site that will give you tips on how to use our different things? Um, how to use our different uh, different aspects of each of those tools. And there'll be things there that you've never discovered before too, and they sort of categorize it so that uh, if you're on the go on, on mobile and that sort of stuff, it'll give you tips on things to do with Google on the go. Or if you're at the office, it gives you tips about uh, what to do at the office. So there's some pretty great things, you know, um, just little things like um, showing you how to play YouTube videos like a jukebox so you can just see what hear one video after the other if you've got a music video or if you've got a series of tv shows or videos you want to watch you can load load them all up and it just tells you how to go and do all of that sort of stuff so google tips was fun it's a little bit of a uh, addiction and you can learn some really cool things there on google tips so that's it's, what i learned just uh just before the holidays now what did you learn what did you dig, dig your head into and find out <laughs> oh, i'll tell you so um before that i just wanted to get clarity on how you find the tips where do you go you just google google uh, tips right it's it's essentially google.com forward slash get the word get forward slash google tips cool and you know what i always say when when the source itself releases some tr trainings and tutorials it's a good idea to listen <laughs> yes, yes. Well, you know, we've spoken about this before and we've spoken, we'll speak about it again, but you know, they're really hell bent on creating content and this is just one mm -hmm. of their ways of creating their own little content about their own products. 
There you go. So speaking of content, but in a different way. So there's um, e-commerce is a big thing. Obviously, it's on the rise. There's more and more retail companies are going online to sell their products. Uh-huh. Um, there's this great little plugin called Woo Commerce that Woo Themes that has released a while ago. And it's a free plugin. And it basically hooks up to your WordPress site, a shopping cart. And again, it's free. How cool is that? So what, but what's really exciting with this is that um, not only do, can any WordPress user use it, you don't have to have Woo theme on your site, but it now has this incredible library of extensions. And at this point of me looking at them right now, there's 221 of them. Wow. And what they allow you to do, they do each cost, but they cost anything from sort of $20 upwards to 200 They allow you to do whatever you could possibly fathom for your shopping cart. So, for example, you can have an Instagram module where users can take photos of themselves and upload how they're using your product to show in your product page. You can have – it's pretty cool. uh, You can have very fancy shipping modules with shipping tracking. Um, Gosh, you can have – let's see. I'm just flicking through it right now. We've talked about the Instagram. Ah, loyalty program, which I love, which is basically where people – People, if they engage with your site or share your products, then they get loyalty points. So if they're on Facebook and they're talking about you, they'll get loyalty points. So the next time they log in, they'll either get a coupon or a discount off of what they buy from you next just as a result of talking about you. There's an affiliate um, add-on. It's endless. I mean, there's 221 different functionalities you can add on to really very quite quite easily very easily have a um, a shopping cart that's geared at rewards and loyalty and ease of use from the customer so i'm i'm loving it it's wow. cool Nick, i don't know if you know the answer to this but those people that create those 200 odd um plugins or whatever whatever you, whatever they are widgets do they do, do they all work for woo themes or do you think they're all independent creators both, both. It's kind of like an app exchange where they go out and they create a plugin. Like with WordPress, you know, you have plugin developers. They do the same thing for this, and then they get um, the the approval to have it listed on Woo's site. And they would make so, money. They would make money from that yeah. personally, right? Absolutely, yeah. So, yeah. I think you know that, that's a great. It's a great inroads to what we're talking about. I think this in this podcast is just about what's happening in the world and why it's going mm. so fast. Yeah. You know, why things are moving at such a rapid rate. Now, I can't remember the exact figure I read recently, but there's been more technology advances in 10 years than the previous 2,000 years combined, something like that. Yeah. It's just phenomenal about what's happening in the world. And I guess this is all part of it. You know, that exact thing that you just explained is a lot to do with it. You know, in the old days when Microsoft was um, running the world of computers and technology, <clears throat> Some would argue that they never did, but um, <laughs> but whether it's Apple or whether it's all of those companies way back when, uh, IBM and that sort of stuff, anything that came out of um, anything that was new in technology, anything that was a new feature or a new uh, technological breakthrough, all came from in, within the walls of those companies. So the brainiacs had to work for those companies in order for those great devices to come out. But what's happening these days is that they've all opened up their back end. Google's opened it up, Facebook, Twitter, um, Apple, all of those guys have opened up their basically what, what, what is their platform to work on and let anybody, it doesn't matter who you are, 
develop products that work in conjunction with those people's platforms. Mm. And it's this sort of thing that is driving this rapid change in, in society right now. Um, and it's just phenomenal. If you if there is a need for something, somebody will build it so that you can get a result from it. It's just, it blows me away. I'm, I'm, I'm watching all of these apps. You know, you look at the app store and there's millions of apps now. On the on the, do you think Apple could have developed all of those apps? Not a chance in heck. <laughs> no. But it's just growing so fast. So I'm going on a bit of a rant, but I just wanted to say that you know that that sort of thing. It, even companies like Woo Themes are opening up their doors to say, everyone, come and develop some cool tools for our platform, and you can make money at the same time. Um, and so does everyone else get to use these great these great tools. I'll tell you why I love it because it's coming from the collaborative approach rather than competitive nature. So Mm -hmm. people really starting to get it online. It's all about conversation and how to work together to achieve more, which is pretty cool. Um, Now we have four topics that we're going to cover today, aren't we, about kind of what you and I are thinking is going to happen in 2014 and what all of you listening should be paying attention to. And uh, I guess we should get started with the first one. You know what? I want to listen to this podcast in this yeah. time next year, 2015. Yeah. 2015? Wow. Yeah, Not yeah. Next year? Um, I want to listen and see how close we were. <laughs> um, it'll be interesting. <laughs> Good idea. All right, let's get, let's get, so let's, let's get started, shall we? Okay, so now the first one that we want to talk about is what's going to be happening for content, content creation and content marketing. Now, you know, we always talk about how we're huge advocates of content. We have our magazine, online footprint. We have our different websites. We do blogging. We have social media. We have this podcast. It is truly all about how to carry that conversation online in multiple uh, platforms. And this year is absolutely going to be no different. If anything, it's even going to be more important to have content. And why is that, Andrew? Well, I guess the thing is that you know, Google led the charge early in the piece saying that we only want to have content for people that's relevant in our search results. So a lot of companies started thinking, well, if we want to get good results in search, then we have to have good content. Mm -hmm. But now as it's evolving, people now expecting companies to have content. They want to know what's, what's being driven. It's the new way of doing business. It's the, it's the way it's a way to build relationships and showcase what you've got showcase uh, your expertise in your field by delivering content that people want to consume. Not just content for the sake of doing content, but it's content that people want and that are asking for. And they're the companies that do it well will start to see massive shifts in their clientele. Yeah, and then that also brings up more confusion for what to create and how to monetize it as well. Because if so many people are jumping on this bandwagon and putting out content, I guess the first thing is it's got to be quality because straight away people are going to be expecting more. But then secondly, if there is so much free content out there, how is a business owner like ourselves supposed to even get money off of it? How are we supposed to charge and and what sort of, I guess, the the ground rules or what the guidelines really in creating content on what you should offer for free and what you should sell? Do you have any thoughts around that? Yeah, yeah. I I think what what the key is is that you want to offer content that's free that's going to help them solve a problem. It may not help them solve the entire problem, but it may give them a give them a forward step so that they know, well, if these people can solve this much of the problem, then they could probably solve the rest of my problem too. Mm. And that's where people are starting willing to say, you know what, I'm happy to pay for it. Um, you know, you look at books 
and, and you look at books, for instance, right now. If I wanted a book, I could go onto Amazon, buy it, and be delivered here tomorrow. Um, I could also go down to the library and look for the book and see if it's available, if the library have bought it. If they haven't bought it, I could wait for, it to, for them to buy it. Um, but in this day and age of instant gratification, people want answers right then and there. And if you can solve them a problem with your free content and you have something to offer that's instantly available for them as soon as they're ready, then I think you're going to be on a good winner there. And with them, um, I'd actually like to bring up quickly two case studies that I'm really liking how they're doing things online. And there are two ladies, one of them's named Sandy Krakowski. She's one of the Forbes top social influencers. And the other one is Marie Forleo. Now, both of them have an online TV show where they do sort of a five minute video every week. And then they both also have an online info product or membership program that they sell people into. And what both do really well is they free content or the TV and the blog posts and all that, they're educating big picture. So they're definitely, like you're saying, they're helping with a problem, but it's a bigger picture problem. And then the tutorials and the real juicy information, the how-tos and the in-depth training is what happens in their programs, which you actually have to buy to be a part of. So, and two things with that, the free information, you don't get direct direct access to them and the paid content you do because now mm-hmm. suddenly you're in their area and you can get actual customization to your questions. So I think that's something to keep in mind and why they're doing so well is they're using their free content to build a list, to build a conversation, to build a brand and a following because they're still teaching. But for the real in-depth how-tos, they're, they're asking for money for that. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, if you have a look at – I'm going to change the, change the angle a little bit right yeah. now. Um, as far as content goes, content on demand, you know, we all are used to having our TV there. We turn the TV on and we've got information from our TV sets. But even that's changing. You know, some of these big TV stations um, are getting quite worried about what's happening right now because, you know, you've got, you got sites like Netflix, you've got Amazon, you've got iTunes TV um, that are all producing shows just for those channels, just like Netflix have got their own show. Um, Amazon have got their own show. People are producing TV shows just for Amazon alone. And this is all about content on demand. Um, people want it where they want it. And I think these TV, these TV stations that were offering a lot of free content and that were the, uh, were the captains of the industry are starting to be pretty seriously worried right now. In fact, oh, gosh. You, yeah. you even noticed the other day that YouTube have uh, now got their own subscription service coming into it. So if it's if you haven't seen it yet, it's coming where you could subscribe to certain channels on YouTube um, and pay for content that's delivered on YouTube as well now. Yeah, it's amazing. And again, we're back to that whole collaboration thing, huh? We have these platforms that are opening it up to the users of the platform to do joint partnership. We're both yep. monetizing and um, it's it's amazing. Any anyone, any one of you can be a publisher this year in 2014 in whatever way, shape, or form you want to be with content. Absolutely, definitely, definitely. So I think that's what's con- that's what's happening with content this year. It's um, it's it's the certainly the buzzword of 2014. Um, you'll be sick of it by April, I'm guessing, but <laughs> uh, get used to it because it's not going to go anywhere. It's just all about content. Now the trick is how do you stand out from con- how do you stand your content out from others. Yes. Um, so it's all about being a bit creative and we'll, we'll go through that, you know, in future podcasts, we yeah, have, we've come across some great tools and some ways of standing out, even some free tools as well that, um, we'll share with you in upcoming episodes. 
Yeah, so let's talk about social platforms. Social platforms. What's happening with social platforms in 2014? Are they a fad? Is it, is it going away finally? <laughs> what do you think? No what way. Do you, what do you think's happening with social platforms this year? I think the two, two big themes I'm noticing, and I know you are too, is that more than ever, people are having to pay to get their posts seen. Um, and then the second one is that it's definitely uh, – it's not so much about going on your laptop or desktop and going to facebook.com as it is now using apps. So social is all about apps and also kind of a new way of how do you get seen in, in social. So let's talk about what I first said about paying to get seen. What's the deal, deal with that one? Well, you know, Facebook came straight out just over Christmas break or just before it and said, you know, uh, if, you've got a, if you've got a page and you want people to be seen it's not going to be a free ride anymore it's uh it's going to be dependent on if you can spend money on ads and letting people see that um and we're not just talking ads that sell stuff it's even Mm -hmm. paying to see your content so now we're going into this reverse thing where we we need to be paying to show people our content and that's that's how this monopoly of facebook is going to be making their money through this year although I just, I'm starting to see some signs of it wearing thin on people. Um, you know, I think there's, it's well documented that the younger age group, the 15s to 23-year-olds are starting to ditch Facebook pretty quickly. Um, they're sick of it. Um, and it will only be a matter of time before the rest of us, us oldies <laughs> catch on. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I just think uh, once these things start happening and once a, once a particular segment of the population starts leaving things um it's a sign that other other the other parts of the segment could happen could follow suit too um and change platforms and as you said there's these there's it's not just facebook that's social media you know there's there's not only the big six either you know you usually you usually talk about linkedin youtube twitter facebook um google plus and pinterest as the big six social platforms but there's so many bits of small players coming in that are social platforms in their own right too. You know, Snapchat, yeah. Instagram, uh, photo sharing sites, all that sort of stuff that's um, that's happening that people are still connecting with, with each other. I think for a social for a site to be to be uh, to grow pretty quickly, it's got to have some sort of social interaction, and that's what these ones are really capitalizing on. They are, and you just brought up uh, Snapchat, which is an app that people are using mostly um, teens or younger, the younger demographic. And it had a bad rap for sexting, which is where you're sending dirty photos back and forth. But look, um, what's interesting about this is that Facebook tried to buy them for three billion dollars. Yes, billion dollars mm-hmm. this year, and they because they're understanding the fact that the younger demographics so or the younger generation is not grabbing onto them as much and they're trying to work out where to go next and so they're thinking oh this is this is where we need to be and and that's why they have instagram on board so really these these apps when i was saying people don't go to the dot coms anymore it's because we're we're mobile and we'll talk more about that in a second but it really is about how do you engage with somebody in that mobile device when you're kicking back on the couch and you're on your smartphone or you're in bed and you're reading on your ipad you know you want ease of conversation and communication from those little apps and those devices more than sitting down on your desktop and you know so it's interesting uh, yeah another thing just we haven't even, mm. we haven't really spoken about this but the ability to um to deliver messages on your mobile device you know like um uh what are they called i've gone blank um 
you know the pop-up messages you get on your phone push push, push notifications yeah, yeah. <laughs> push notifications oh, i'm new to, i'm new to this industry please forgive me um push notifications you know they're the things that they don't there's no spam box for push notifications you know yeah. you can i mean you can hide push notifications you can turn them off but um a lot of people don't by default they're on and uh those messages are coming straight through to the consumer have a look right now as you're listening to this podcast you're probably listening to it on your phone and if you're not then i'm guessing your phone was in within four feet of you right this minute um, and, and, and people are getting, and messages are getting through to people because it's on their phone. They look at it. They have to, they have to open their phone or scroll it off to get rid of it. Um, and so much more than emails these days. So, um, I think, I think the, uh, the social platforms that are having interaction with people via these messages is going to be pretty big as well. Yeah. So I guess what, what should somebody be looking out for in 2014? We're not saying to leave Facebook in any, any means, but what we're saying is to keep an eye out for the apps, for what different generations are using, for what your market is using. Um, really listen to where they're hanging out and learn them. You know, understand where they want information. If you're promoting to teenagers, you're going to be wanting to use Snapchat and you're going to be wanting to use Instagram and some of those apps. But if you're promoting still to professionals, you still want to know LinkedIn. So it's it's so important to have the knowledge of how to use social media and where to be hanging out in 2014. Yeah, one, one more quick one I actually want to add. Sure. And, um, this is this, a social platform doesn't have to be just people sharing photos of what they had for lunch you know um you and i got a friend who plays candy crush i'll admit i've played candy crush a couple of times i'm not even gonna go there (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to get addicted (laughs) but um but candy crush um to me is just a game it's like okay great um you know there's options and this is not just candy crush it's all of these games there's an option to connect with your facebook friends and if you do that if you connect with facebook friends you can uh get some more lives or you get some more uh gold or whatever it is whatever game whatever do they decide to give you for connecting but i was talking to this uh friend of ours recently about um candy crush and she said it's not just a game it's a community i like the community aspect of it and i'm like what are you talking about because i don't connect games to facebook i don't want people on facebook knowing that i'm playing games because i don't play games right so um but she said it's a community aspect you know it really means that i can connect with other people i can ask them to um join me on candy crush or whatever it is so i get these extra lives but i um then i challenge them to games and we've got competitions going between us so it gives us that bonding i know words with friends does exactly the same sort of thing you know, mm-hmm. I spoke to another friend this morning and I said, hey, have you spoken to a mutual friend of ours who lives on the other side of the world to him? And he said, no, but we're playing Words with Friends. So I always I always know that she's around every day because she's always playing Words with Friends with me. So games are a big way to create social platforms these days too. So, you know, it's all changing how we communicate. It's just fascinating. It is. No, I like that you said that. Okay, good old Candy Crush. Yeah. So um, now let's talk about mobile. So we've been saying this for quite a while, and we've just we're talking about already about the fact of having you have your device next to you. What's going to happen in 2014 with mobile devices, and what should we all be looking out for? Yeah, well, I mean, mobile devices, the iPad, the iPad market is dropping. There's so many other tablets and that sort of stuff coming on board. They're getting faster. They're getting smarter. I think this year we're going to see a lot of Google Glasses or variations of Google mm. Glasses. And now what's Google Glasses? It's almost putting 
iPad on your retina so you don't even have to hold the thing anymore you can just look at it through glasses you can blink and take photos um, you can get directions while you're looking through these glasses as if nothing's going on um, you know wearable technology is just going to be big you know people want their hands they can't hold their phone all the time they can't hold their iPad so how else can you wear technology that you don't have to hold so you can still do 300 things at once and <laughs> and play Candy Crush yeah, exactly. You know, no, so, you, go on. I heard I heard a um interesting quote or saying a while back about Hollywood and how Hollywood actually creates or opens up our imaginations to what is possible with their movies. And oh. if you look at movies in the past, generally they'll be coming true in the future. And I'm just thinking back to like 1980s with RoboCop and all those crazy movies where people are wearing those those watches and they're looking through the glasses and doing things with their eyes and stuff. And it's yeah. all kind of happening, isn't it? All happening. It's exactly right. You know, watches is, is another thing that's been talked about. Um, I don't think that they. I don't think they've mastered the watch yet. But you know, that's another thing that's going to be on your on your wrist that you can do more than tell the time. Yeah. So, you know, mobile is just changing. I think mobile, um, I think the mobile revolution is well and truly here. It's taken over. It's, there's more mobile uh, mobile devices that access the internet more. It's taken more, oh, I can't even speak. There's more, <laughs> You're so excited. there's more mobile devices accessing the internet than there are desktop applications. That's what and I'm to, trying to say. To prove that point, in this last year, in or in 2013, there have been apps generated or created to actually edit video and photos directly from your smartphone or mobile device yeah. more than ever. So we're talking like pick, play, post, Insta quote. What you just were telling me about one that you oh, used yeah, as well. A new one just came out called Flippergram. It's one of the top um, top free apps on the App Store right now, I believe. Mm -hmm. Flippergram. So I used it the other day. I, I was doing a post, a blog post on it myself and um, having a play with it. And under a minute, in a, it took me less than a minute to create a 30-second video of all my photos that, that I had on my phone or I could, have down, I could have dragged them off Instagram or Facebook, put them into this app and put some music of my choice. It doesn't matter what music or I could have used their music. Um, and created a 30-second video that uploaded. I was able to share it with my friends, my family, whoever I wanted to share it with. I could put on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Instagram as well. Um, it's a video of all my photos that I wanted to put in this video. <laughs> that's cool. That's Under a minute. That's amazing. And, and now with the camera quality that are coming out on our phones, I mean, it's incredible quality. You do your videos, you can do your phone, like you're saying, your photos, and you can do all these creative things, and you don't need to even be a professional. You just sort of you know, click and drag. And with a lot of these apps too, you were saying put music on, you can go into your music library yep. and you can choose a song and put it to play on top. Like it's click, click, click. And then you have something incredible. Yeah. If you're a business owner, have a think about this for a minute. You're a business owner. You go and take, um, you go and take 10 photos every week. Okay. Of your business. So it might be one mm -hmm. week. You might take a photo of all your staff. Okay. What's the favorite song? Or what's the current hit song right out now? Um, now I'm not going to talk about copyright infringements with music and that sort of stuff, but I'm just going to say you could choose a song. You could put a video together of your business. Bang, bang, bang. There's a video put on the web and there's some content for you for the day, right? Then you right. go out and you go out the next day or the next week and you might, just take some photos of your newest product in different shapes and forms. Take a few photos, put some music over the top, bang, there's your product. You know, this you're paying a thousand dollars at least for somebody 
only six months ago, only only a year ago, to come out and take photos of your products, um, put it together, create a video collage of it, put some music over the top, edit it, film it, and then upload it. You were paying at least $1,000 for people to do that sort of stuff. Now you have the ability just to go out the, the backyard, take the photos, put it together, and it's done and done within minutes, within minutes. And perfect for social media use. For sales pages, you still want something pro, but like this is perfect content to have engagement across all of these social platforms. So I think what I'd say is if you haven't been to the app store lately, I would go pop on in there from your phone and your device and see what the most popular apps are and, and go into the business categories and start to embrace what you can actually do from your mobile device because it is incredible. It is truly incredible what you can do. It really is. It's mind-boggling. Mind-boggling. But anyway, mm. so... Um, so- what else? What else is there? Well, I know we've, we've we've gone through a bit of time already, but um, was there anything else we wanted to talk about? What we think is going to happen in two hundred one four? There's the one more, the big one, which um, can make some people go, "What's that?" And some people already love, and it's the cloud. Oh, we're not we're not talking U.S. weather here, right? No. <laughs> cloud. Yeah, the cloud's going to be huge. You know, the cloud. Just for people that still don't get what the cloud is. Essentially, it's a whole bunch of computer servers that live outside of your little computer or your device, your your um, your iPhone, your Android. Um, and basically what it does is it stores the information that you would ordinarily store on your computer. So, you know, when you create a document and you save it to your folder or your My Documents or your desktop, well, now instead of solving, saving it to there, you save it to a file that sits on one of these servers these big server farms in the middle of you don't even know where. Um, but it still has its own little code. It's still secure. It's still all linked to you. And this means that your computer, you don't have to go and buy a computer anymore that has 500 mega million giga trigger RAM or all that sort of stuff anymore because all of your data storage area lives somewhere else. Um, I didn't mean RAM. I actually meant just storage. <laughs> But um, all your data lives somewhere else, so you don't have to have all this extra memory. So this is why iPads and phones and all that sort of stuff can be so much smaller, is because a lot of the data that you're accessing is all via the net. Um, it lives on the net. It doesn't live inside the, the hard components of your phone. So why is that going to be big this year, do you think, H? It, is, it just is easy because we're all going into, I mean, many of us are jet-setting and traveling more. There's lifestyle entrepreneurs everywhere. And what it means is that you really can be mobile. You have all of your files stored in the cloud or in this one space, and you can tap into that from wherever you are in the world and whatever device that you're using. And I'm just going to give you a real simple example. And then, Andrew, I want you to talk about the other technology that's that's coming up too. But like I was sitting in my in my bed the other day reading a, a book on my Kindle or, you know, another app. And I was reading my book and then my cat came up and I thought, oh, how cute. And I took a little photo of him from my iPad. And then later that day, I was out and about on my iPhone and the photo was in my library on my iPhone. So it, it synced up into the cloud from one device to the other device. So no matter where I was taking photos or videos, I can access it from anywhere. And it's like literally in an instant. Yeah. That, and that's just the simplest form of how this whole thing works. But what's the other cool, amazing thing that is coming out right now? Well, I mean, this one's been out for a little while. WhisperSync, they call it WhisperSync technology. And I think uh, Amazon, uh, the creators of this, but... 
Whisper Sync technology is awesome. You've got uh, you're reading your book on your on your on your iPad, and you know let's say it's let's say it's a 300 page book, and you get up to page 67 on your iPad, you close it down. The next day you're out of the park, and you think, well, I might sit under a tree, and I wish I had my book with me. Damn, I haven't got my iPad, but I do have my iPhone. So you put mm-hmm. your iPhone out, you open up your Kindle device, and it automatically knows where you were up to on your other device. So wow. it goes, well, you're up to page 53. Well, let's just start there. And it opens up at page 53. You might read that till um, page 100 and then that you've had enough. And then you go to work, go back to work and you think you've got some time there. You read on your desktop. You open up your Kindle device on your desktop and bang, you're reading from page 100. It already knows where you are. You don't need to mark it. You don't need to write down. You don't need to bookmark it. It automatically syncs it together with all your devices. Now, what they've just come out with recently is that they're able to do this with voice audio too. So audio books that you listen to, you might listen to you an audio book, you know, those spoken word audio books that, um, that a lot of those uh, sites have got. You can listen to whatever whatever it is you're listening to, get to a certain stage and then pick it up from another with another device as well and exactly where you left off. So imagine what's going to happen when we start thinking wow, all of our devices are going to start to be synced so that you'll never lose a place again. All of these devices are almost one device in, each, in itself, in each other. Um, and you'll be, you'll be able to connect to each device and know exactly where you were from the other device. It just means that how easy is it going to be to absorb content on demand wherever we want it? I mean, these platforms are actually being developed to support point number one, which was content. When yep. we're developing and becoming publishers, mm-hmm. we're already getting supported and backed by all this amazing technology to have people in, engage with us anywhere in the world, anytime from any device. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, it's crazy. And I'm not going to talk about drones this year. <laughs> <laughs> not yet, no. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw that too in Amazon. That was kind of creepy. <laughs> the world's talking about drones, Amazon drones. Um, I don't think that'll happen this year, so we'll save that for next year's podcast on, in January. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's what's happening. That's what we think is going to happen this year. Um, a lot of it's already started to happen. It's just going to be a lot more involved. So, um that's what I think, H, and um, that's what I'm sticking to. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, so guys, you know, the year ahead is very exciting for, for us. What does this mean for us? I mean, I think we're going to continue with this show and, and are happy for all of you and grateful for you listening to us. And we're going to continue with our magazine, Online Footprint, because, again, we're talking about Amazon and using these marketplaces and content. Um we're just going to keep looking at the apps that work well in, in our business and share that information with you. And um, gosh, you know, it's it's an exciting year ahead. And going to be. Wow. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to stick my flippergram little video that I created on the yeah. uh, on the page on the resource guide on our on our um, on our site. So where do they where can they go and see that? You can pop on over to uh, autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast and you're going to be looking for episode number 51 and you can check it out in there. Check out this cool little sample. And also we have a really cool little, um, I guess, what we call it the online survival guide because it's a great starting point for all the stuff we've talked about. What are you supposed to do as a business owner to actually survive and thrive online? If you're interested, look, we'd love for you to come on over and check us out uh, at the AYBguide.com. 
ayvguide.com and uh, you mentioned our new um, membership site. Do you want to give a quick plug for that? Oh one? yeah, and that's the ayblounge.com. Should you want to know more, ayblounge.com and that's as we were talking about earlier about content where we're giving lots of free content um, to you guys via this and other ways. The lounge is where we do the breakdown of the tutorials and the plan and the action plan, and you get access to us as well through live chats. So that's what that's all about. Come on over to the lounge. We'd love to see you there. Mm. Hey, H, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks very much. Let's do it. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, guys, again for your support and listening, and we're looking forward to an exciting year ahead. Take care, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com. Or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.